Hello and welcome to Mustard MMA, the fortnightly MMA show where we break down pretty much anything we like that's going on in the world of MMA at the moment. Luckily this week we've got a big one. We've got two UFC pay-per-views. We've got one that's just happened. We've got one that's happening this weekend. One of them was, I think it was the first free UFC pay-per-view in the States ever. So we've got some big news going. My name's Joe. I'm joined by Matthew as always. How are you doing, Matthew? Blinding. Thank you, Joseph. Good to see you. Good to see How you as you? well. Very well. Very well. Yeah. No complaints from me. No complaints here either, son. Well, what I will say is I'm glad it's a fortnightly job because uh, obviously your, your hammers stuffed us, didn't they? Stuffed us 1-0. That's it. I was the there. Day. Yeah, I was there. It was a good day out, actually, I must say. Well, uh, well, uh, if we were recording a couple of days after that, I'd have been despondent and you would have given me it all, all episode long, I think. But I think you've attributed to us getting one of the best managers in the world. So I'm a little bit more chipper <laughs> yeah. about that now. I thought you might be. I thought you might I be. I am. Yeah. Happy as a sandboy, as they say. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad for you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I think I, think I deserve it. Yeah, so. <laughs> you do. You do. You've, you've been working hard this year. I have. Obviously, it's been a tough times for everyone. I've been getting me nut down, but what we were talking about fights, haven't we, Joe? And there was plenty of them, as you say. There was a big one at the weekend. We've got a, one this weekend coming up with Sandwich with a meat in the middle. So uh, best we can do is <laughs> chomp our way through the pair of them. So, but before we do that, we want to go into a bit of news. Gordon, we'll start. On. We'll start off a bit of news. We'll, we will start. Uh, I don't know if you've seen. Because I, I thought I thought you might like this if you have seen it. Dan Hardy speaking about Herb Dean. See, this is it. I've, I've been out in the wilderness. I've not been checking any of the socials or anything, so I don't really know anything that's going on in the world of MMA. I do know a bit about Dan Hardy and what he's been up to. Uh, obviously, that don't sound good, does it? <laughs> Doing a podcast in MMA, I've got a clue what's going on. I got a clue. I do on. know that Dan Hardy's been in the news, but not for Herb Dean. What's he? Is he going in on Herb as well? Yeah, he was just chatting about, obviously he had that incident, didn't he, where he just started like uh, shouting at Herb Dean while he was commentating. <laughs> just just a quality mix of uh, like opinions going on there. But um, And he's just doing an interview like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it again. It's uh, like He really cares about it, obviously, fighter safety. And he's like, yeah, Herb's still making mistakes. Like He's still, he's still, he's still doing it. And, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought you would just appreciate that. Well, obviously, we we give him a kick in every other week, don't we, Herb Dean? <laughs> so to see we're not alone shows we actually have some kind of... Obviously, Dan Hardy's quite knowledgeable. He's well known for being knowledgeable. So yeah. him agreeing with us is quite a good sign uh, to our knowledge, Joseph. It might actually be a, a point of contention we could actually bring him on and just all three of us slate him <laughs> for an hour. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get into another ref, actually, at the weekend, who was Herb Dean on steroids so but we'll get into that a little bit later uh, any other news there joseph uh tom aspinall's got a fight i don't know if you've seen this one as well mm. shamil your boy abdurakimov good fighter tough one i think it's uh the the, the step sort of little step up he was hoping for really yes yeah, the classic in it just fight one above you yeah. you didn't get black oil black oil was a bit of a lane call out but uh yeah abdurakimov's in the same ballpark in it just a tough grizzly eastern european and he's it was not going to be easy, and if he blitzes him, there's no way he's fighting one up above him in the rankings. He's he's getting pushed a little bit harder there, and I think that's it's in March, which is just London, isn't it? It's got to be. Yeah, could be actually. You ready for the the disappointing the tickets try and fail of the tickets, the classic? Well, we'll have to get your mate to to try and get him because he worked out for the Bisbing show. 
It did. It did. Basically, uh, get a lady to do it for you because they obviously do it better than us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was thinking of getting the UFC fight member thing. I was actually looking into it at a weekend because it's just it's like 80 quid a year or something. You get your, all your tickets you want. It's, there's no ag. Mm. Um, so it might be worth getting that, but we'll see. Yes, yeah, so back to Aspinall. That's a massive one. Where do you reckon on the card that would be? Considering it's London, it won't be a pay-per-view. Obviously, you've got some big names. Pimlet, I'm sure, will be on there. Teal might make a return. Where does Aspinall stack against the other UK fighters, do you think? Yeah, I think it depends who the main ev- uh, event would be. I guess you probably... Leon Edwards might ah, be... Leon Edwards. Might be a bit... about Leon. Yeah, it could be Leon, Darren Till... Either of those two. Now, I think, to be fair, Tom Aspinall will probably be co-main. I think heavy, heavyweights are always a good bet to put up there anyway. And, yeah, I mean, like like, like you say, if, if he were to win this one, it would be very close, almost title contention time for him. So it, it's likely the biggest of the fights. Paddy Pimlet, a lot of hype around him as well, uh, a lot of potential, but not quite there. Arnold Allen might give him a little push if you can get him a nice big opponent. But I reckon, yeah, co-main event or, or, or one below that at least. Probably big names there now, aren't there? Just, there is, I yeah. I forgot it's about good... Arnold Allen as well. And not to mention the ladies. So, yeah, it's in a strong spot, that UK car, particularly after the absence this year, not being there. Obviously, they had that little fake one in a couple of months ago. But we've got to get there, Joseph. Yeah. Take our way back. Definitely, definitely. No, but it's a good fight. Like you say, it is a good fight for Tom Aspinall. Uh, probably toughest test to date. So I like that one. We've also had a couple of lads... Sort of uh, moving on to pastures new out of the USC. Mike Perry and Jimmy Rivera have, have taken a step uh, into a slightly different sport. Bare knuckle. Just, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, these to be, to be fair, these are two names where you, you you say the word bare knuckle and you're like, yeah, fair enough. That makes sense. Well, I, I said earlier that I've been keeping my, my nut out of the game for a little bit, so I don't know what's going on. But I actually knew one of these as well, so I'm obviously lying. I've heard of all <laughs> yeah, of these. Yeah. Mike Perry I've heard of leaving, which is just a hand in glove thing but ironically with bare knuckle but it just fits perfectly doesn't it just it does it's it's just an absolute animal but Rivera I didn't know about and that's a little bit surprising for me obviously he seems to be a bit unlucky doesn't he he does comes out at the wrong end of these decisions I know you're a big fan he's always in your your Larry pick for champ at the end of the year but (laughs) listen man if they're gonna paint bare knuckle not for me though it's just not for me no no I don't know no 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 I mean, I don't, I don't know how you watch it. I guess it's pay-per-view, isn't it, most of the time? So you have to pay, probably watch it on a laptop, I guess, do you? I don't, I don't know. I haven't got the smartest TV in the world. No, it's thick. It's got a lot. It could do YouTube and Netflix and uh, anything other than that is struggling. Oh, that, that's high tech for me, son. But, yeah. yeah, Mike Perry, it's a shame to see him go, actually. But, like, he was never yeah. really going anywhere fast. He didn't have any coaches. He's... His pregnant girlfriend was his coach in his corner. He didn't really have a great weight class. He was one of those in-betweeners as well. So we weren't really ever going to make truly many waves there. But what is the UFC's loss will be bare knuckles game. But Rivera as well, I I think it's past him a little bit, that Bantamweight division, isn't it? He was right up there about a couple of years ago. And even then, he weren't really making the jump. So maybe it's a good move for him. Yeah, interesting. Interesting, isn't it? If they get paid paid a decent amount of money, fair enough. I'd, I'd like to see Mike Perry come back at some point. I wouldn't want to say their door's closed on him. I think if he could find someone that he trusts to train him up and, and, and stuff like that and just be there for him kind of thing in the gym, like sort of uh, as Modestus was talking about when we spoke to him, he's obviously got his dad in his corner, hasn't he, which helps. I'd like to see Mike Perry get a little story like that, a little comeback story. 
and give it a good go. That'd be nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's a, one of the biggest characters you've got out there, isn't it? And he's actually very good. I think it sort of marks how hmm. good he is, just his persona and how mad he is outside of the cage. But he's got some phenomenal wins over like Felder and others. So, yeah, I think I think it's a big loss. And I like you, Joe, that's a good shout. I'd like to see him back. Or even in boxing or something. Just bare knuckles, just a bit much for me. I don't know if I'm old school. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Well, that's, that's about it from me. Because, like you say, we have got plenty of fights to get into. We'll start with the one that's just gone, USC two six seven. Where where do you want to start? Because obviously there's a there's a, there was a title on the line and a, a new champ, but I don't know if that was quite the standout moment of the night. What was your interpretations? It's it's weird. In, on any other night, what transpired in the main event should have been just one of the greatest sporting moments yeah. in in the UFC and one of the most historic moments. But what was he the second oldest or the oldest ever after such a arduous journey to get there after his first title shot years ago 2014 or whatever it may be but we were talking after while I thought it was a great moment and I was so pleased for him it did seem a little bit underwhelming I don't know what it was it was I can't put my finger on it I don't know if we were spent after some of the performances earlier in the night or even the co-main was so exciting um, obviously Glover Tashira beating Jan Blahovic, what seemed to be pretty easily might be something to do with it as well. It may be that Jan just didn't look like he showed up at all, with whether it's the, the dominance in that first round, which he gave up pretty easily, and the quickness of that tap in the second round. Joe, I don't know if that is anything to do with it, or perhaps it's just overwhelming disappointment in Jan's performance in defence of the title. Yeah, I, I think I think you raised a good point. I was surprised to see him tap so quickly. And I, I mean, that was my initial reaction, to be honest. I thought, what's, what's going on here? That was a bit of a quick tap. It kind of, it was all like a mountain out of a molehill in the end. Like, it was kind of pretty easy, wasn't it, for Glover? And then sort of a few days passed. And I'm like, oh, well, like he has done that. He has broken a couple of people recently like that, Glover. I wonder if, wonder if he's just, he's, he's like, he's 42 years old or whatever. He's got that, that dad bod, the dad weight on him the dad's strength if you like and he's just he's just manhandling people now and perhaps perhaps he is just that good when he gets a hold of people and you're just like you're gone I mean the taps still look fairly quick to me but Jan's experienced and uh like if it's on then I, I guess you're like well that that'll do really I suppose but uh yeah I, I like yeah a little bit underwhelming for me I don't know at, at the time it was uh an odd one was Jan just you know I think he said he's he had he said something happened, didn't he? He wasn't quite right going. Into, I think he said he left the Polish power in the locker room. That's what he felt like. He just didn't feel right walking out. And he he said he said he'll be back. He wants to no not get an immediate rematch, but come back and get another and go on another run. So I don't know if you like. It doesn't seem like the the fight's gone out of him or he's not up for it. But it certainly was a, a little bit mysterious. I thought. Yeah, I, I think it probably could be attested to that he might have looked past Glover. I think Glover just does that with everyone, though. How many times have we written him off? I think we wrote him off for this fight. We wrote him off against Anthony Smith yeah. and others. And I, maybe that is what Jan has been doing. Obviously, he's been getting a bit of beef with Corey Anderson before this, who's the best light heavyweight in the world. Yeah. He's been calling out yeah. John Jones and stuff of that nature. So maybe it's just a case of he's looking past Glover like pretty much everyone else was doing um obviously that's not the way the champion should act but human nature sometimes if he thinks oh I beat Izzy Adesanya he's a massive star Glover to Shearer easy walk in the park didn't happen but mm. question is now then Yuri Prohashka your initial thinking is 
fuck me, Yuri's going to smash Sklover, isn't he? But <laughs> that is what you think. You think he's an older man, Yuri's an animal, and not all there. There's no way that Glover gets out of this one, but he does it every single time. He makes us say this every single time, and can he do it again? Can he defend the belt? Yeah, I mean, it's it's still early doors for Yuri as well, isn't it? You look at the, the difference in experience, yeah. it's, it's night and day, really. So if, like, if anyone's got the craft and the guile to to stop him, it could be Glover. I mean, that would be the story. I think beating Yan and getting the title is uh, is one thing. I think if Glover could go on and defend it against someone like Yuri, then like, then you're talking. Then you're talking, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you are talking, son. But, yeah, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. If you Yuri's a bit of a hype job still. He's a bit a touch of the Johnny Walkers about him. Rakic is still uh, knocking about, actually. I, I, you mentioned you haven't uh, checked Instagram too much. Who's it, knocking about? It isn't. Yeah, Rakic is still knocking about. Sorry. Oh, Rakic. Yeah, Rakic. because he's... Um, I think he tweeted just today, recently, that... Oh, if... Because if, I think Yuri's come out and said he's got a title shot, or someone said, that's, that's the next one. And Rakic said, well, if that's the case, why did the UFC offer me a number one contender fight with you like two days ago or whatever. So potentially, do you think, like you say, Yuri, a little bit undercooked so far, get him in against Rakic first. Is that more likely? Well, then it is Glover fight. Yeah. Like he said he wants a couple of months off. So maybe that is the fight to make, but I swear Rakic agreed to fight Smith when Smith won recently. It's just all a load of, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just chat, a, isn't it? Yeah, it is basically. It's like it's people going in the room saying words. This is all it is. <laughs> So no one knows basically. No yeah. one has a clue. What? Okay, who would you like to see Glover fight? I mean, is there anyone out there who's a rematch with Gustafson? No, obviously he's been out of the game for ages. Doesn't deserve a title shot, but we've seen it before where people want that win back. Could see him come back. You got Paul Craig knocking around. You got your Rakic, your Smiths, and all that all that game. Uh, what, who would you like to see him fight next? And obviously who for who for Yan? I mean, I'd like to see Paul Craig get a go against either of them, to be fair. I think the title shot's a little bit ambitious, isn't it? But I'd like to see him have it. Probably uh, Paul Craig Blackovich might be a decent one. But, yeah, in fairness, it is it is Prohaska. Oh, yeah, it's, it's Prohaska, really. Rakic, you could make a decent case. Anthony Smith could be one next for Yan to, to bounce back against. Smith got a win recently. But, yeah, you know, there is. I don't think there is, like, a, a standout or anything like that, other than Yuri Prohaska. It is a little bit early for my liking. I'd like to see him get a couple more in, probably. Even just for the excitement factor and let him knock a couple of other blokes out. That'd be quite fun. But, yeah, he would be the one, I think. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think it's going to be a bit of a hot potato, that belt, for a while. Yeah. Um, They're all on that same sort of level, aren't they? But let's move down a bit, Joe. Co-main, Bantamweight, another Yan, Petra Yan. Is this going to be a hot potato, the bantamweight belt? I mean, I can't see anyone beating him anytime soon. I have to agree with you there. No, I, I, who's, who is going to beat him? Because Sterling gave it a go, started okay, yeah, and overwhelmed him. Sandhagen, kind of similar. Yeah. Started okay, but Yan just, just overwhelmed him. Like, he, he's... Yeah, there's there's just something about him, isn't it? Obviously, he's got great skills, no doubt about it. Boxing is is excellent and that, but um, it's just just I was I know is it that little bit of extra power and just a little bit of of attitude and it? it's just a menace really. And he Peter Yan. Yeah, 
And I, I mean, who else in there is going to stop him? Dillashaw, you could say, could have a go. But I, I would think that goes similar to the Sandhagen fight that we just saw. I mean, I guess you've got to give him Sterling next, but he'll probably do the same to Sterling that he did last time and just hope that he doesn't knee him in the head when he's on the floor. Uh, and he should be all right. So, uh, God knows. God knows who's going to beat him because he's smaller than everyone, so it's not size. Like, Sandhagen's a, a big bloke for that weight class. That weren't enough. The reach, the footwork, all that kind of stuff weren't enough. Uh, Sterling, maybe you think a bit of more of a grappling, stronger wrestling base. That that wasn't really good enough. Jose Aldo got everything, kind of one of the greatest all time of all time. That wasn't good enough. So you know, <laughs> you know, it might take a little while to be fair for him to get a little bit of competition that um, you know we can get a rematch out. Of. Maybe maybe he loses to someone. I think you said it there. It's just the power, isn't it? Like Sandhagen was was landing, but mm. the, the differentiation. Is that a word? Differentiation? I think so, yeah. This is like an extra syllable in there. <laughs> yeah. Needed. Yeah. We'll go with it, eh? Differentiation. Between the power of the two, when Nian landed, it it, it was evident, wasn't it? And yeah. you're right, he's a menace. He's a dog. It's just, he's got that something extra that the others don't have, I don't think. The others seem to be athletes and... Not saying they don't have fight in them, but this guy just seems like a born fighter yeah. on a different level to the others. And when you look at Dillashaw, I think Dillashaw was lucky to come out of that Sanhagen with a win, that Sanhagen fight with a win. Um, I, I think Yan eats him up. I do. If I, if he goes, if he fights like he did against Sanhagen, yes, he had a couple of years layoff. Granted, he might be better than ever when he comes back, but Yan's just on a different level. I think he's a new generation of it. Sterling, he just does the same to again. Obviously, there's some youngsters coming through at bantamweight, but. Yan is holding on to that belt. Once he gets hold of it again, the proper one, for a long time. Yeah, maybe Cejudo comes back, uh, and this is the that's division he starts at. I think that'd be a good one, yeah. That, that's the, that is the fight, isn't it? None, yeah, that's a good one, Joe. I like that. None of this Volkanovski going up to featherweight. If he comes back to fight, yeah, that's a, that's a heavyweight fight. Not heavyweight, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Drop a big-time fight, that is. So, yeah, hopefully Yan gets that big belt first which I expect him to do. I think he said January, February, Sterling's back. So that's not too long away. And uh, let's see him kick on from there. But fair play, Sanagan. I don't know if you saw his interview after. He was just like, yeah, definitely lost that. Fair <laughs> play to him. I'll be back sort of thing. So he went up in my estimations. Not that he was low anyway, but uh, nice to see a bit of class like that afterwards. And we had some some of uh, Petty Yan's countrymen, fellow Russians on the card. Uh, again, that's just... Absolutely standout performances, maybe even even more so. Obviously not for a title, so different level. But uh, you got Hamzat, you got Islam Makachev. Where do you want to go? I mean, which one was more surprising to you, if if either of them were? Well, I fancied Dan Hooker. So that one. the fact that I thought Islam would lose is probably that was the most <laughs> surprising to me. I, 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 I'm very surprised. I'm not surprised that he won, but I'm very surprised with the ease in which he done it. I thought Dan Hooker would be way harder to take down or once he get him there to finish him. And it, it just didn't break a sweat. And it was beautiful the way he got him down, wasn't it? Yeah. Absolutely sublime time in there by Islam. And he just showed and he, he rose to the occasion, which is the main thing. He knew eyes were on him. He was on the main card in front of his uh, supporters, thousands of them. And he just delivered with a plomb. And it was just a fantastic finish. And it was, what I like about it is there's just no question mark on what you're going to do. You just can't stop it. And it's just the way Khabib works. It's the way Islam works. And it's the way Kahamzat works. So, But out of the two, you've got to be Chimaev, which was the most impressive for me. Just the nature and the showmanship of it and just the complete 
emasculation of the leech. <laughs> afterwards, just laughing, kicking his ass afterwards and stuff, just completely belittling. And a star, in, well, not even in the making, a star is born. Yeah, madness, isn't it? Madness. This, uh, the style that they, these guys are coming with, it's uh, frightening, really, isn't it? No one's, no one's figuring this out. Hamza, it's like, Hamza almost, because well, we, you know, we, as our regular listeners will know, we like to build fighters up, or but we would like fighters, fighters to get a chance to build up and uh, get the experience, and then that you know might prolong their their stay at the top. But with Hamza, you just look at that, and I think, how can he not be on for a title shot next? Really, I know it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is mad. If it weren't for the rankings, if it was zero rankings at all, it's like when Anderson Silva come in and just dismantled Chris Lieben. I'm sure he wouldn't have been that high in the rankings, Chris Lieben, for Anderson to take a number 10 off him or whatever. But Because their numbers weren't there, he went straight for a title shot and just smashed the champion. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he'd do that to, to Usman or Covington or whoever it's going to be, but he's in the conversation, and he's one fight away maximum. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he even went in for a title shot next anyway. But you've got Nate Diaz in there as well. I heard that one's being made or being talked about. I mean, does... Does Diaz touch that with a barge pole, no matter how much they pay him? Well, I mean, apparently Dana said that's the fight he wants to make. I guess you're looking at that as a bit of a cynic saying that's because Nate Diaz is a big name and you build people up off Nate Diaz, like like potentially you did with Leon Edwards. So, But I, I don't understand why Nate Diaz would take that fight, to, to be honest with you. And for uh, to be fair, for Hamza, I think... I think Gilbert Burns is is really the only the only other option that that you could see him see him fighting there. I mean, I guess are we getting a little bit too carried away here? Do, do do we need to see him get a couple more in, and would that just make more sense? Well, who's in there? I haven't got the rankings in front of me, but you've got no disrespect to Chiesa and who else is in there? Neil Magny uh, put his name Neil up, Magny, name up. Yeah, that, yeah, that's. I think he was racking around my head there, Magny. Like, these are great fighters, and they're above him in the rankings, but. He's too big a name for them now. And I think it doesn't he, I, matter. I think he runs through Neil Magny as well. To be fair to Neil, he's a good fighter, but I don't think I don't see how he would deal with Hamza. He's not going to knock him out. He's not going to scare him. He's also big, isn't he? He's big, well away. Yeah. I mean, fights at middleweight in the UFC. So yeah. He's at, in the world, like just casually. So he's, <laughs> he's a big lad as well, and he's just carries so much energy. I mean, the only thing is, if someone weathers that first round or two. Yeah. Does he gas? Does he does he blow up? You know what I mean? That's the only question. But if you can't, it, it looks impossible, nigh on impossible to stop that early onslaught. And it's just well exciting, isn't it? I, I love that division so much. We're going to get into it in a little bit with the main event this weekend. But Nate Diaz won. I, it does excite me. I think that would be a great fight. I think the build-up will be, will be fun. But he, he he's, he's not getting any change out of that fight, is he? No, I mean Diaz don't want to grapple with people, does he? He wants to stand there and have stand-up fights, and I don't think Hamzat would really bother playing that game. Like, didn't he say on the mic afterwards he's here to kill everyone? So, <laughs> so I can't. Ima- I can't imagine he's just going to say, "Yeah, do you know what? I'll just stand up and I'll box Nate Diaz for five rounds. That'll do." It's not, not going to happen, is it, Joseph? I think he said to like Dana during the fight, like he's going to fight Brock Lesnar. Or yeah. something. <laughs> Something equally mad, brilliant, which is always great, always entertaining, and I, w- I wouldn't put it past him to beat Brock Lesnar. Let me put it that way. But what for Islam? 
Yeah, to be honest, he's probably even more deserving of a title shot in lots of ways. I think picking up the finish there against Dan Hooker is absolutely huge. Uh, I, I don't think he will get a title shot next. You've got, obviously, uh, Oliveira fighting Poirier. Gaethje against Chandler, you would think you would think the winner would get a, a, a title shot. Potentially Gaethje would anyway, maybe maybe not Chandler. Again, depends who wins, doesn't it? Either fighter, really. Islam Makachev probably have to go against Dariush. That's that seems like the kind of way they would treat Dariush, and that seems like the kind of way that they're they're looking to treat Makachev at the moment as well. So that would probably be the most likely one, I'd say. But yeah, I'm super impressed with Islam, like I said, because he because he did get the finish. Showed me a little something more than than perhaps he has done in the past. So yeah, I think he's ready for it. To be honest, I'd, I'd like to see him give it a go. Could be, could be, could be two point oh. Yeah, I had some reservations, as I always do, until I see it against someone who's actually properly established, you know. And Dan Hooker, for him to walk through him like that was up just. Yes, good, we see do it, but you could you could argue that he just bull rushed him and landed a knockout on him, Chandler. But for him to just systematically break him down like he did and it was just fantastic and i think he's ready for a title shot like i like you say Joe, i don't think he's going to get it what with the, the chandler and gaethje fighting next week darius sitting there twiddling his thumbs waiting for a fight that's the fight to make and it's just the perfect matchup for him and it's a very intriguing matchup though i think i don't think you should write off um darius just yet because it'll be a grappling match yeah, yeah. Darius is, is very well credentialed in that area, so it'd be a big test for Islam as well. So it might be a little, nice little pre-season friendly for the Oliveira fight for him on the old ground there. But any others, Joseph, on the, that card that tickle your fancy? Obviously a lot of Russian-y guys on there. Was, there was, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good card. Anchor live. I thought he looked good. Pretty comfortable win against, you know, dangerous Vulcan still at the tail end of his career. So I thought that was good. I'm looking forward to, to bigger and better things from him. Lerone Murphy picked up a win as well before for the sort of TV showing. So, But it was a good finish, wasn't it, for Lerone Murphy against a, a good name. So good timing as well. Thinking about March, potential London card. Fighting in the uh, sort of, well, what, start of November as it, as it were. Plenty of time for March to get back in there, isn't it? Round two, knockout win. So yeah, plenty of, plenty of good fights on there. Yeah, he's undefeated still. So I think people will start putting some respect on his name. Macwan, Amir Khan, everyone's heard of, haven't they? He's had them yeah, fights yeah. himself. They have a big gym. So Lerone Murphy, big win for him. That's a shame it weren't on the telly. I come in, I was like, where the hell is this Lerone fight? And <laughs> uh, it already happened. So disappointing. Some of the prelims were just wars. But you see Dos Santos versus the Frenchman, Joseph. Referee got sacked for not calling the fight about eight or nine minutes before he should have been. <laughs> no, I, I didn't actually see this one. I, I heard the, the fuss afterwards. Yep. <laughs> I didn't quite realise it was eight or nine, nine minutes uh, too late. Well, it was <clears throat> middle of round two. Knocked him out about three times. Had him standing, knocked out sort of thing. Landed a knee, busted up. Could have stopped it then multiple times. Went through to the corner between two and three. Obviously, you got the standard commentators shouting, Stop the fight and all yeah. that game. Um, coaches didn't give any thought to stopping that fight. They just threw him out there again. And he just took a bit of a beating for another five minutes. Got an eye poke for his trouble in the third round as well. <laughs> Good night. And, and, and that, that was all she wrote. And then he, he got his walking papers and left the arena a couple of minutes later. So, 
yeah, don't think we'll be seeing him again. Don't know his name. It's not one of the usual lads. Uh, he had a Russian name also. So, yeah, don't think we'll be seeing him again anytime soon. Oh, well, he, he had his chance. Shout out to Fortnite, though. Mate. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Fortnite to that lad. Uh, you had, you, look, fair play. You had your chance. You gave it a go. You fucked it. You, you, you royally fucked it. But uh, <laughs> fair, fair, fair play to the lad. Joseph, we are... Did you know, in light of the MSG card this weekend, we are one day removed in two years from the BMF one? I did, did know, that. know that. Yeah, I did know that, actually. Because, oh, you did know um, that. Only because it popped up on my phone with some sort of memories thing. And uh, it was pictures of the 9-11 memorial, for the most part. So that must have been... I don't that know what, same day, that was. The same day, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we... I did actually know that, for that reason. Oh. I thought I was throwing a bit of knowledge at you there. <laughs> going to be, oh, really? And uh, obviously not. So that went down like a, a lead balloon. Well, once again, you you got an opportunity. You gave it your best go. And uh, just didn't quite come off. Fucked it. Right. <laughs> Hopefully this weekend doesn't go down like a lead balloon. UFC 268. This is a big one. We were a bit perplexed as to why they put in two... Giants of a card, back-to-back, but I'm not complaining. This is a big one. Joseph, headlined by Usman Covington, the rematch. This is this is the big one for me. I know, obviously, you're a huge fan of Rose and the Rose-Zhang rematch. Obviously, top of the bill, these two rematches. Um, the Zhang-Rose rematch is probably a little bit more intriguing because we didn't see so much in the first fight. Um, obviously, you've got Gaethje and Chandler there as the third one in there. Some fantastic fights on here, Joseph. We we sort of put them against each other, didn't we? Two six seven, two six eight. I was leaning towards two six seven as actually being the better card overall. Having just had two six seven, how hyped are you for two six eight on the back of that? Yeah, probably probably more so now. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know what it was about two six seven. I think some of, like you mentioned, some of them were just so conclusive. The fights, it's like they almost weren't fights in some ways, weren't it? Whereas I think you look at this one. Potentially, I mean, who knows? It could have, could have been exactly the same way this weekend. But you look at these ones and you think potentially there's a lot more uh, close call matchups there. I think you're right. Yeah, there was like two or three on the main card, one or four on shots. When I was mm. trying to have a little nibble, I fancied an underdog. Luckily, I didn't have a go because they all got beat. Yeah. But on this one, like you say, it's a little bit more 50-50. There's a lot of, a lot of big fights on here. Looking down the card, it's fantastic. Um, I, th- I think one thing, actually, about the 267 card, which may make you think, now uh, Joe Martino's in there. I, li- I do love a bit of Joe Martinez. He's a bit of a legend, but you just associate him with the jank cards, don't you? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. It's like we've you... been brainwashed, sort of word association sort of thing. <laughs> exactly that. And, <laughs> and you've got chuck into that, Rogan's not there. and You, you just get you don't get a big fight feel. Um, it's funny that you say that, actually, word association. Joseph, should we? I want to read a few some of the big names walking through this card. Actually, go on. Then. Why, why don't you why don't you uh, say the first word that comes into your head? I won't use them all because that's about thirty fighters. I'll just chuck a couple out there. Um, let's have a look. Ally of Quinter. One word. One word or a couple. Well, su- associate. Surprised he's back. Fair play. I had, to, play. I had to check 2019, I think, sort of mid-2019. I had to check earlier. It's, uh... Mate, these houses don't sell themselves. Yeah, must be. 
he's people are, are clamoring to move during the pandemic and he's it's just cashing in isn't he <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean big Al- what's his nickname again big not big ally quinner ah uh, you've done it now haven't you uh, i'll go on it hold on real estate al <laughs> raging al that's <laughs> it of course i was real close estate, al. i was close actually what because it was an art yeah basically bobby green Potential. Nice, nice. Potential at 35 years of age. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> to check his age out, I thought he was a bit old. Still potential there. Marlon Vera. Mm, big win for him, I think. This weekend. Oh, oh you think he's going to get it done then against Frankie? I do, I do, I do. I, think it's, uh, I don't think it's a good match-up for Frankie at this stage. Do you think he's just a bit finally over the hill, Frankie Edgar? Because he's always been sort of clinging on, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And I don't think, like, as on top of that, I don't think Marlon Vera is one of those characters that Frankie can kind of break down and, and discourage, if you see what I mean, like he has done in a lot of fights. So maybe just sort of a bad personality matchup almost in Marlon Vera. It's weird because I, I weren't impressed by Marlon struggled to beat Davy Grant, didn't he? But yeah, yeah. I don't think he got out of second gear, really. And then he ended up putting a bit of a beating on him. So maybe he needs this big name of Frankie Edgar. Because he deserves it after that O'Malley one. It may be, mm. no disrespect to David Grant, he might have thought, why am I fighting David Grant? I've just beaten so-called next big thing. I should be fighting higher sort of thing. Obviously, he fought Aldo and lost, but that was a pretty close decision. So, yeah, maybe he needs this Frankie Edgar fight and it will finally catapult him into that. That conversation, you know what I mean? But I'd love to see Frankie get a win. He's, uh, he's near New York, didn't he? New Jersey. Yeah, Not yeah. far away. Be good to see him open the card there and, and get a win. Um, let's, have a, let's have a couple more, Joe. I won't, I won't Go on, is it tough, do this all evening. Ian Gary. Big favourite. He's actually the biggest favourite on the card, Ian Gary. Really? Yeah, yeah out of all of them. So, yeah, you're hoping for big things. Well, this is his chance, isn't it? They've got big hopes on him. Um, what, what sort of price out of interest are we talking there? Oh, I think it's I think it's almost up to double figures, maybe eight, something something around that. Sorry, I'm just trying to look on Paddy's now. Just realised there's a geezer called Patchy Mix on the Bellator card. Great name. <laughs> Great name. Ian Gary, two to seven. Okay, not quite as... But maybe that just is just People testament to how close the rest of the card matched mm. up but that's that's a huge one for him i think he's opening the prelims there what what a talent joseph but he's got to deliver he's got to deliver and i don't know nothing about jordan williams i don't know nothing about him no but i fully expect him to to go through him yeah you know? yeah i don't i don't know much about it, but it's a fantastic opportunity like you say even if because uh, it's just i mean i don't know much about the history of madison square garden to be honest i mean we went there didn't we like, like a couple of years ago like you say but um Obviously, it's got a little bit of an aura about it, and it's since they've been going there, it's become one of the flagship cards of the year, isn't it? So to stick Ian Gary opening out the prelims, I think that would be free to air, wouldn't it? In uh, America, the prelims. So it's like you you turn it on, is Ian Gary going out and smashing some bloke? That would be uh, the best sort of PR move you can you could hope for, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think they're fully expecting him to do it as well. Like you say, live on ESPN, just. Viewed by millions and millions. Yeah, millions. He, he's got a, he's got a real opportunity to put on a show. 
Uh, let's go one more, Joe. I was interested because I know you like uh, Rose Nama Yunus. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm unsure about about this weekend, Rose. I'm usually full of confidence. This one, unsure. Why's that, Joe? Why's that? <laughs> uh, I, I'm unsure as to why I'm unsure. Uh, mm. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I just I just got a, a feeling about this one. Uh, sort of early, early stoppage like last time. Not that it was stopped too early, but it was a quick finish. And you you got to expect that Wei Zhang is going to be coming back to put on a much better show on this occasion. Uh, Wei Zhang is on her day more than capable of beating Rose, I, I would think. Obviously, it's MMA; everyone loses, don't they, at some point? But yeah, as much of a fan I, as I am of Rose, I think potentially this kind of uh, coming in as the champ to defend the title in a rematch against someone she's finished before, maybe. Uh, uh, I, I'm not quite sure if that suits her as well as, as going in as, the, as the, the challenger against all odds, as the underdog type of thing. So I think I think maybe maybe it'd be interesting. It'd be a good test to see how Rose does do this weekend coming from from that point of view. I know she's kind of had... Or there, there's been talks of potential issues, mental health issues, just trying to struggle to adapt that kind of thing to the schedule, the hectic schedule of being a champ. So... You know, potentially that's those kind of combination of things are, are are putting me putting me you know into a little bit unsure. But it, like I say, it would be a real statement for Rose to 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 defend her belt here. I think. I think it's truly justified, Joe. Your indecision because it's we got nothing to go on, and we know how good Wiley is. Look what she's done to the past compares, the way she won the belt. And Rose, she's a bit hot and cold at times. You just don't know what you're going to get sometimes. Mostly yeah. consistent, but we've seen her not deliver at times. We've seen her in rematches as well. Won one, lost one against Joanna. She uh, dominated after a quick finish in the second fight. Yeah. Losing the first fight to Andrade, she come back and won a really gutsy decision against her. So maybe she's, she's well equipped for this fight against Whaley to, to go to distance. And also she's got a happy hunting ground at MSG. She won the belt there the first time. So nice little hometown advantage there, but Whaley's going to be chomping at a bit. She's, she didn't have a, she had that massive award in it with Joanna before the COVID. What's her name? Yep. Lockdown. <laughs> yeah. You know, this COVID stuff. <laughs> and then didn't fight for ages until the crowds were back in and got knocked out straight away. So she's going to be, She's going to be ready for this one, surely. She's going to be pissed off and she's going to be dialed in. And I cannot see this ending in the first round again. No chance. This is going to be... I see it going the five rounds, Joe, being a bit of a technical bout. Rather than a dogfight, just like a technical little striking battle, which we thought would happen the first time. I really don't know which way it's going to go, though. I wouldn't be surprised if this went to Whaley. I suppose the question is, is it better for the division if Whaley wins so we get a, tr- a trilogy out of this? Who's even knocking around to challenge the winner? Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. It might, it might be best it's funny i was talking to someone who worked the other day and they said they're, they're sick of all these rematches immediate rematches and trilogies <laughs> and, and that sort of thing so i suppose that's I suppose that's a different uh uh way to look at it, at it i guess yeah i i do agree to an extent you know particularly when it's like at the expense of someone else yeah like the, the steep dc thing was winding me up a little bit back in back when mm, yeah i know what you mean like, just just fight someone else yeah. and there was another one recently <laughs> I, I can't remember they, I think it might be the Max and Volksy one, but obviously they're not fighting each other immediately, are they? 
But it's when you see him fight all at the same time, all over and over and over again. Like um, Kane and JDS did it at a the time. They were talking about a full fight. <laughs> now there's just no one knocking around. But that's what happens when you get like thin divisions. When you've only got a couple there. At the t- I don't. I'm not mad at this one. Let's put it that way. No, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not either. I'm not either. I can't, I can't call it. I can't call it. I, I reckon the bookies are probably absolutely bang even as well. I, I, you know, I do like Rose. I'd like to see Rose win. I think just um, it, like the whole kind of story and aura around Rose every time she turns up. It's like, is she going to be charting? I'm the best again before it starts. Like, it's all just quite uh, intriguing. I find so. I, I would like to see Rose win. Wouldn't be too upset if Zhang wins because she's a great fighter. She's got a lot of uh, a big future ahead of her. Could be a champ for a very long time, and Rose would get another go again, like we've just said, uh, for better or worse. So, yeah, in lots of ways, I'm expecting just a really great fight, probably five rounds, and I won't be too distraught either way it goes. Oh, that's that's good to hear. That's good to hear, Jonesy. <laughs> I was a bit worried for you. So we've got the big main event here. I do have to say I'm probably most excited for Gaethje against Chandler. I don't know about you, but this. It could be over in a round. It could it could go five rounds. It could be anything in between, really. This one, no submissions, probably no wrestling, unless I mean Chanda would be one. I would think maybe might engage in wrestling. I don't think we've ever seen Gaethje do it, even even when he has been rocked before. So this is probably the fight I'm most looking forward to. Again, I'm a big Gaethje fan. I would like to see Gaethje get a win here and then have a go at, at the title again, potentially. That's 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 what I'm aiming for, and I probably. I don't think we've seen Gaethje since. Uh, well, it's been it's been a long time since we've seen Justin Gaethje fight. So, who knows? Who knows what kind of shape he's going to be in? But on his kind of on his best day, on 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 the form that we have seen from him, I would expect him to get the win against Michael Chandler. I think. I fancy him. I fancy him. I just think they're just very similar. Yeah, they're both good at wrestling. They both punch hard yeah yeah i can't i can only go off what i've seen in the ufc michael chandler that's my issue i have and he's a one-round merchant whether he wins or loses he blew his beans in the first round excuse me in the first fight knocked him out fair play blew his beans in the second fight got got choked out in the second fight or knocked out was it choked or knocked out in the second one uh he got stopped didn't he i believe yeah like that yeah he did didn't he yeah yeah, um, so there you go. So he blows his beans in the first round both times, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and, and Gaethje can go. He, he's rectified his so-called later rounds cardio issues. He's dialed it in a bit, and he just seems a bit more complete. Like I say, I haven't seen much of Chandler. I haven't really got a lot to go on, but Gaethje just seems to have more in his arsenal. Chandler seems to be pure punches, man, and then Gaethje's got some kicks on him, like vicious ones. So I fully expect Gaethje to get a win here and to nab a title shot on the back of it. No, that's fair. Yeah, I think. Do you think that's likely the top the title shot next? I, I mean, it makes complete sense as a number one contender fight, doesn't it? Really, I think it makes sense for the name power of the pair of them. I don't, not maybe not so much if Chandler. Mm, yeah, yeah. Luke wins because he's just lost to the champion. Fair play, Gaethje just lost to a champion last time out, but it weren't the current champion. So he, there's a li- little bit more to work with there. Um, yeah, because. Uh, Poirier lost to Khabib. He's got another go. 
Connor lost to Khabib. He had another go against Poirier. I don't think anyone would hold it against Gaethje for losing to Khabib as well, because everyone did. Yeah, exactly. But Charles lost to Oliveira, unfortunately for him. So yes. he's going to have to put on quite a show. Oh, big beat, time. Uh, when he beats Gaethje, well, if he beats Gaethje to get a title shot, so I can't see that happening So, But Gaethje certainly, and I think... I think he gets it. I do think he gets it. It's a bit harsh, as you say, on Dariush. I don't know where Gaethje sits in the rankings at the minute, but I think give Islam, Dariush, and the winner of, well, Gaethje, if he wins this, the winner of Oliveira and Poirier, obviously. Then you've got a little Irishman lurking around, as per, who might unset, upset the apple cart there. But, yeah, I think Gaethje, I fancy Gaethje. He's a big odds on favourite as well. But I wouldn't be surprised either way. I think it's potential for fight of the night, you've got to say. Just, as you said, Joe, at the beginning of your chat there, just the styles, the styles they got, they're just, they're just going to slug it out. There ain't going to be much wrestling despite having the wrestling credentials. So I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Probably probably going to be my highlight of the night. But you do never know, though. We have got a big main event. Kamaro Asman up against Colby Covington, the rematch. Obviously, we were there at the press conference before their last fight, which was very entertaining. Colby Covington is entertaining. You've got to be fair to the geezer. And uh, he's a good fighter. He's a good fighter. He kind of... Narrowly lost the the first one, I would say, in my opinion. There wasn't too much in it. Usman just 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 got that little kind of snowball effect towards the end. Walked away with the finish. Probably no reason to stop that one. Bit unfair on a finish to me. To me, I look at it as a five-round decision, the first one, if I'm being honest. Well-earned by, by Usman, a well-earned win. And I'm just not sure, just not sure about the rematch in this case. Obviously, we haven't seen Colby Covington since then. Uh, and Usman, Usman's look look good. I thought he's looked probably improved. He's picked up big wins, stoppages, like even more convincing stoppages. So I guess the only question for me is uh, how healthy is Usman at the moment? I, I always remember listening to him on Rogan a couple of years ago, and he, and he was like, oh, I can't really walk on concrete, or like, I can't run on concrete, I have to do it on grass, because my knees are just horrendous. <laughs> like, they're going to fall off. So... I mean, God knows that. Three years ago, and it was a while ago, and he's still going. So maybe he's had some work done there. I don't know, but um, yeah, all all things being even, I potentially not as hyped for this one because it's it's going to be a very big ask, I think, for Carby coming and to turn this one around. Yeah, I've just gone into Covington's Wikipedia because I was with you there. I I didn't think he'd come back since the Us Man fight, but yeah, but he forgot about Woodley in uh, behind closed doors. Between now and then, did he? I can't. I, I can't even remember that fight happening. To be yeah, honest. it was it was the beginning of the end for Woodley. Usman took his soul, and then Colby just sort of <laughs> pooed on it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but you forgot that about that as well, Joe. I was just going in there to check how long ago it was that Usman fight two years ago. But yeah, Woodley tucked in there as well. Rib injury, TKO win. Oh yes, 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 yes. Nonetheless kind of agree with everything you're saying i think that colby we haven't seen anything of him since that's any different the usman he fought there i thought it was a very even matchup as you said i think even one judge had it for colby before that that shot that got stopped uh that stopped the fight uh but we've seen usman just was whitman with usman then i don't think he was if he was it was early days and yeah. we've seen him just transform into like a vicious striker He's knocked out Gilbert Burns. He knocked, he swiveled off Masvidal's head, didn't he? He did. Um, he did. He's just a different animal, I feel, 
compared to that first fight. Not Covington, we might he might be, but I just don't think he's made any kind of improvements to the same way that Usman has. And I think that we might just see a bit of a bit more of a one-sided fight here. I think he'll get a stoppage definitely, and I think it'll be a bit of a bit of a beating. I mean, I'd love to see Covington win in a really weird way, just for the just for the shits and giggles. Yeah. How funny would that be? Oh, it'd be brilliant. It would be brilliant. Do I love this division, Joseph? I, I, some fights you're like, you, you're praying someone wins just for the repercussions of who they can fight next. On this one, it really has, doesn't matter who wins. You've got Usman wins. All right, if like Leon Edwards or Hamza even. If, if Colby loses, he could fight Masvidal if he loses. Edwards if he loses. Chimaev, Diaz. If you've got... Uh, I don't know, Masvidal wins and Covington wins. Uh, they fight each other for the title. Usman gets his rematch against Ed. It's just packed with... It's not like the middleweight where it's like, Jesus, who's Adesanya going to fight now? They're like, we're talking about this guy who's on the undercard in this fight, um, on this event, who beat him years ago in kickboxing. We're talking about him fighting for the title soon because there's so little contenders. But welterweight, it's like, like just jam-packed and it's just full of massive names. And you've got Chimov in there just to... Just being the sprinkle on top to just give everyone a jolt and you're not even talking about Burnsy and Wonderboy there. So yeah, I'm I'm buzzing for the main event in that aspect just to see where this division goes moving forward. But the fight itself, I think Usman's gonna be a little bit too much for Colby. Oh, fantastic points there. Well made, I think. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I mean that pretty much wraps it up for me. It's a it is a good card. You've got Dust uh, Dustin Jacoby on the early prelims, so probably a big stoppage there. Edmund Shabazian. Fighting again, Phil Hawes, got some knockout power in him, so plenty, plenty going on there, plenty of fun fights. Jacoby fights every week, doesn't he? He fights it's quite geezer. a lot. I think he just keeps beating people up, so it's like, well, I'll go, I'll go again. Uh, sent, sent the de- uh, dentist out of the UFC, unfortunately, didn't he? He did, he did. But, uh, big up Dustin Jacoby, mate. He's, he's the new Safarov. Uh, for the, the podcast but yeah fantastic fights in there there's obviously going to be a couple of drab ones there always is but we'll there's a big enough names and exciting fires on there and more importantly like divisional implications which is what we all want to see we want to see a bit of jeopardy in there we seem to be a little bit lacking on that last card but i'm very excited for it joe i'm going to settle in on sunday and uh watch some incredible fights rather than be there in like we were in the last msg one we're not going to be there but yeah. be there in spirit yeah exactly i'll 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 kind of just invoke the spirit of when I was there and just just imagine we're up there in that crowd with those Yanks sitting next to us, wooing, or whatever <laughs> it is they were doing the whole night. Just just you, reminisce. When you, when you go to the supermarket, ask if you can pay $20 for one can of Stella yeah. to, to truly sort of build in that spirit. And can, can I only be allowed to carry two back at any time, <laughs> even though there's three of us? <laughs> That's $40. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. But anyway, Brilliant. on that note, let's, let's bid farewell, Joseph. I've got House of Games to watch. Uh, good show. I do like that. But, Brilliant. Uh, Brilliant show. Thanks for listening, everyone. We're Mustard MMA. Check out mustardmma.com. Let us know what you think. Get involved. There's blogs on there. The lots. We'll catch you next time. Laters. Laters.